Welcome, guys, to CS Conversations. Woo. My name is Oma. I'm joined here with Fuffy, of course, and we have a special guest, Homer. That I'm special? What the? That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, you're just a little bit special, but that's okay. Oh, you meant it like that. Okay, I see. That's <laughs> <laughs> messed up. Yeah, oh, Homer, the, like, the number guy. You spend guy. so much time learning Nade lineups. It has it's some kind of fixation. It uh yeah, no, I'm just depressed and so it helps. Just kidding. That's not it. Uh I don't know. <laughs> I like knowing nade lineups because I'll get really frustrated when I play a game and I'm like in a situation, a really niche situation where knowing a nade lineup would help me. I don't know why. And it's pretty easy to just sit in a server and learn nade lineups. So Yeah, don't you hate it when so you had to run the brackets take and then your team's going up A on Inferno? But like no one's thrown moto smoke yet, and so you're sitting there yeah. right outside a boiler. Yeah, and you're I like, hate it. Well. That's why I know literally 16 lineups for it. Yeah, <laughs> not I, even a joke. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good at counting those nades. You're also pretty good at counting numbers. I've heard, um, and I think that's nah. the. Not I think that's that. like one of the one of the topics that we wanted to talk about, given that you are now the uh, the numbers committee head. You're the one responsible for the balancing of this league. Yeah, I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did a lot of work last season, anyways, so it, it makes sense that I took it over. Um, and yeah, we we don't know what we're doing. We just pick numbers out of a book. Uh, mm. <laughs> give people random mmrs and then some random high schooler will come in and do a bunch of put out a bunch of charts and league discussion that show how bad our numbers are and i'll cry about it <laughs> those charts were really interesting yeah i remember like every single yeah, day I, i'd be at work and i'd go check and i'm like oh wow like these are these are these are too much for me i'm not smart enough i to think get it is graphs. hilarious i really do think it's hilarious first when andrew put out his and then uh, when Llamas put out all of his stuff, I was like, I did all of this on my own because we do it to validate the numbers stuff. And then these people are putting out charts for other people to look at it. And I don't get any credit because I'm not cool like them. That's kind of, <laughs> I feel really bad. Hey, Just that's kidding. why I do media. I don't do, you know, like arbiters or numbers or something. I'm on True. the streams yeah. so that I get the credit. I'm going to start putting out propaganda for numbers. That's all See, I'm going to say. My secret is, like, by day, I'm the fun journalism guy. And by night, I'm the one who's making the executive decisions. Same it thing. So. Arbiters really control CSC. You heard it here yeah. first, folks. Yeah. True. Yeah. I think first thing I kind of wanted to start off with is, like, Homer, like, how did you, like, get into CSC? Like, what, go, you know, we go down memory lane, the history oh, of Homer. Back. Yeah, all the oh, way back. God. Like when oh, when back did, when I was season, a wee lad. When season did season you join? Three. Season, season three. Season three I joined. Yes. Uh before season three. I had gotten like entirely burnt out from CS. I had mostly played MM, which is you know yeah. awful. Um I solo queue, by the way. So I like basically stopped playing CS for a month. And then I randomly saw a Reddit post because they even back then they did Reddit posts and that's how they mm -hmm. got everybody to show up. And uh, yeah, I just got lucky and joined and then did really well in combines and uh, 
was one of the main reasons for season three being the least competitively balanced uh, in CSE history by far. <laughs> um, I was a level six playing in minor uh, because fair. I did. It was really weird. The deadline to get. So one, it was 25 face it games instead of 20 uh, was the requirement. And the deadline was after numbers lock for some reason. Um, so I played 12 of my 25 games in one day. Uh, just because I forgot Jesus. to do them and was like, okay. And I won like 10 of them. So I, oh my God, that, that wasn't good. They couldn't change me at that point. And I still went second to GBA because he ops and I don't. And Spence is bad at GMing. That's why he didn't get the trophy that season. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's uh, how I, how I found CSC. I just, it was entirely random and I was just burnt out from CS. So. Yeah, I feel that. I was the same with the season before season seven Reddit post, like the big big one. That's oh, the where, big big one. The, yeah, the yeah. Four hundred people joining one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, one that I was, came from. That was so. insane. Yeah, it was something similar. Like I pretty much solo queued on Face It, and then like occasionally with one or two other friends, and like they didn't want to play Face It because we they, we were bad still, so we get dunked on like <laughs> all the time, and it wasn't fun. So we would we would be like yeah let's not play face it and then uh, and then yeah. I joined CSC and like I scouted it out for all of them and played season seven and got a few people to join for season eight. But, nice, yeah. we love to hear that. Love exactly. That. I'm giving you more numbers to work with. You know, I'm doing yes. the the real job. And you get good players next time though. You said they're Bro, I do. I did get good <laughs> players. What do you mean? I got like a top. Oh, okay. I got like a top three prospect player to come join. So that's not what I need. That's not what I need. Uh, we need high tier players. <laughs> man, I'm not friends with any high tier players. Sorry. <laughs> no. Okay. All, well, it's all, all the high tier players that I know and could ask to join um, are just actually CSC players that have been stolen away. <laughs> yeah, that really is. That is the big problem with. Uh, like even elite at this point, uh, like high tier elite players, but mainly premier is that it's just a, it's just a farm for ESCA. The turnover rates are way higher and I haven't even ran the numbers and I know it. Uh, just looking at the numbers of retention for this season, it is definitely, there's a lot, there's a much higher rate of people saying they're going to come back as perma phase instead of coming back. So yeah. it's, it's just a thing we have to deal with. But yeah, it would help if we had some high tier players for sure. Some more new ones. But we've gotten a lot of new players. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one or the post, I think it was like beginning of August, and crazy amount of people joined from that. And that was yeah. Definitely definitely fun to see. Especially with the the CSC maps event run by Fuffy this Woo. past week was definitely cool to see like some DEs play. You know, get their yeah. names out and stuff. I think that was super, super cool. I think it's it's also yeah, it cool is. because a, a lot of players, like you know, talking to them and like they always think like, oh, you know, if our games get streamed, like it's like super cool because they, you know, you get the like authentic feel. You know, got casters, you know, people watching you play. Like you can go back to the vod and like hear other people's reactions to like a crazy play or something. It's like a lot of people like that. A lot of players are super into getting that experience, and so like these DEs just now joining and like already getting a chance to like getting a taste to see what it's like is like I think it's super cool for them and like probably helps with retention honestly oh absolutely yeah I the events and streams all of that is it's so good I've I've actually already talked to a few DEs about how 
a few Ds that have played in the in the Wingman tournament and in the uh, the new maps tournament, and they're already you know they're already on board with it because it's a really it's a really unique thing in in CS. There's not really any other community like CSC. So doing events, doing streams. I've only been on streams for my uh, for my two and a half trophies that I've mm-hmm. gotten. So, mm-hmm. but it's really good because I won all of them. You know, <laughs> that's just me. So yeah, it, it's really cool. It's awesome. Uh, and our streams are okay sometimes. Production, okay. The, the casting. Sometimes, you know, sometimes you get a, a rough caster like Fluffy in there, but it still works out. Sometimes <laughs> you just have me casting and doing ASMR. And as you can see, yeah. it's a one-on-one. Oh. He has to get the bomb planted on the site. Oh, but God. There's only 10 seconds left. Will he be able to? And then, yeah, that that's... I think I think that's really, you know, you got to mix it up sometimes. And there's not really a broadcast standard for CSC slash if they fired me, who would there be? Um, uh, there would probably be a, an abundance of better casters. Uh, I, like I don't me. know why I'm dunking on you, Fuffy, but <laughs> it is actually really cool that that there's like. There's like a lot of different caster styles in CSC. Yeah. Like like crash versus like crash to scream anybody else crash is a <laughs> shout caster some other people are a lot more calm you know yeah, and Chels has his really radio cool. voice exactly yeah, yeah. I, think does it, use his I think radio it's really voice. cool yeah I think uh, Barrel the... back when I was playing was was the shout caster uh, that was great <laughs> I do think that, like the streams are super cool because like I remember um, this past season because like my challenger team did well like we got put on stream like super pretty early on in the season and like that was super cool because like so i think even for people who have been around for like a season or two it's like no matter any any time you're on the stream it's like just always a fun experience so i definitely think it's uh yeah it's a really fun experience cool. when people clip me with a p250 shooting someone four times in the body and then they turn around and kill me yeah i don't really have any low light clips uh i just get highlights so oh, i think you should okay, just get okay. <laughs> i should just get good <laughs> yeah it's all it all takes right. really so one thing with numbers that i know was kind of different this past season is i think like you guys were working with core to change some stuff around and like just update the process for numbers and stats like what were some of the big changes that you think were like good this past season can, can you leak the whole formula please yeah, yeah i will i hold on let me open it up right now uh no <laughs> um i won't i won't leak numbers that would be pretty bad to do on the podcast um the biggest thing we did even though it's not the biggest thing but the biggest thing we did was we moved like everything off sheets in terms of the formula stuff which is a godsend because sheets is awful and just the panic uh after the draft that i went through trying to put the public number sheet together and make it look pretty was horrifying. So just moving things off of sheets was the biggest thing. Uh, because, and it, we're still trying to move things farther off sheets. I'm, I'm putting in, that's most of my work for this season because the off season's kind of short, so I can't do a lot of like formula related stuff. But uh, what can I even say? What can I talk about? I, <laughs> I'm trying not to leak actually. I, I, uh, I've been very close to leaking things randomly before because I get excited talking about numbers. 
As, uh, as... I mean, things didn't change as much as we wanted to for this first season because we had literally six weeks to get an entirely new system up and running. So things didn't change drastically, but things did change drastically, if that makes sense, because we are using an actual programming language instead of Google Sheets formulas to uh, do everything. But yeah, working with core, having it all in core, having uh, we we pull from Faceit for a lot of stuff, obviously, having that all just be automatic uh, is incredible. That's the biggest thing for sure. Yeah, that's kind of what I was, the little bit I've heard from people saying like the automation is like one of the biggest things because it's definitely the few, the people I've talked about being like you and a few other people just mentioning it. Like, it seems like that's definitely what's making the process a lot faster and making things just easier is, uh, yes. I think, I mean, I think it's probably like that for a lot of things, you know, less manual, more automation is always going to be a bonus. Yeah. I mean, even down to, uh, signups used to be entirely on sheets. If I remember correctly as well. Really? Um, Yep. Yes. Yeah, that, now there's a now there's a channel for admins that I was and it's pushing all so hard for core because yes. I just had one conversation with Dibes. He was like, "Oh yeah, that's that's really easy to do." I'm like, "Oh, awesome." And then I had a conversation when I was like first on the admin team and they were like, "Oh no, we just always do it this way." Da 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 da. And then the 400 signups came in. Yep. And it was a nightmare. And Scraps saved us all by just like sitting there and no lifing a couple hundred signups. Spence did a good bit before eventually passing it off to Scraps. Um, <laughs> and no one did a couple as well. And I did a couple as yeah. well. But like, I just, I was too busy to just sit there and copy and paste Google Sheets for hours. When I yeah, knew it's horrible. that Dives just literally, you just had to say the word and he would do it. But no one, everyone was so afraid of like our precious Google Sheets. I'm afraid of dives too, to be honest. Oh, wait, you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> He's terrifying. He could just like nuke everything if he wanted. He could just make CSC bot like, I don't know what. He could just make it start like spamming stuff. Yeah, because, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times I like being with the whole journalism team being brand new. I'm trying to figure out if I should be going to Firehawk or if I just go to people directly if I need stuff. Um, just because I'm still technically on, even though I have like my own team on it, it's like Firehawk's still, you know, media head. So I'm, you know, trying to know if I should go to her or go directly to Dives. Be like, hey, Dives, can you uh, like get the website faster, please? We, we, need, that for, <laughs> we, need, we need that for journalism, please. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hey, uh, can you do things faster and, and better and... Yeah. Get good, please. This, this but is don't my experience as an admin. Um, you know, it's like we're the we're the business management side, and then all of our poor programmers are just there. It's like, yeah, could you just do it faster? <laughs> Admins really are just managers. It really sucks. Well, most of them. Some of them do work. Uh, the, yeah. The new admins, I I don't know enough because we've done barely anything, but they have been pretty active, which is nice. Yeah, I, I think, think that's typical for in new theory, admins, the yeah. admin role is supposed to be more managerial, but in yeah. practice, we're so small that you have to do a lot of work. Yeah, exactly. I, I would like to continue um, automating a lot of the placement stuff even farther. There's some things with signups we can improve on. Um, 
but a lot of those improvements like affect numbers, but are just entirely on tech. And so I'm kind of just, I'm just kind of screwed when it comes to a lot of things, mm-hmm, but I yeah. do what I can on the side to just make things work. Uh, so for instance, with signups, we, once somebody gets approved for signups, then it pulls their face it and it pulls things from their steam. Um, one thing I, we could improve on is doing that before they get approved in like a temporary database. So that way admins don't have to look through their accounts to see if, uh, if something stupid is happening, for example, like the random face it, um, that would be a nice little improvement. And a lot of things that I can't talk about in terms of numbers, I would like to improve on, (laughs) uh, to help admins make things smoother. Uh, but when, when we do have to rely on tech committee a lot, we have to rely on a couple committees sometimes. So it's tough, but when it works, it works. It's great. Yeah, I mean, I've said it before, like, you know, we're, we're technically all a numbers committee, you know, we're, we're, we're the ones giving you the numbers, you're just the one f- doing the funny things with the numbers, but deep down, <laughs> we're things. all, we're all numbers committee members. That's okay. Deep. Um, yeah, let me just change the uh, people to know sheet and add everybody to it then quick. <laughs> <laughs> just go in there at everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that, but I understand what you mean. It is great. Um, that is that is cool for sure. You guys do give us cool numbers. They're not the best numbers to work with. Uh, I wish people were more consistent in in their performance. Uh, but <laughs> hey, look. Sometimes like we all have a good game, and then we have just a lot of bad games. You know that happens. Just don't have the good game. That would make my life so much easier. Just, <laughs> if you're a bad player, just play bad. That has anybody thought of doing that? Maybe. I, I, I actually the did rest that. I did do that. Um, I did do that this last oh, season. Yeah, so, yeah. Course, ah, thank you guys. You guys are great. Numbers committee. Uh, I numbers expect. I expect my number I to did, go down just slightly. As it I did have. I did have score. one good. I had one good Vertigo game, so I might have messed up the numbers there a little bit. But. Oh God. Oh. I just want to be in Challenger. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're going to premiere. God. Anytime anybody, anytime anybody makes a joke about it, I make the joke that they're getting their own tier or they're going to top of premiere. Yeah. Okay. okay it's but always, can it's I always just manifest. have the whole ESEA team with me? No. I just want Ron <laughs> and Noah. And, and I will say we were on a time crunch last season. One thing I literally will do is, uh, you know, from behind an Andrews. IM team last season could have fit under the MMR cap. Their whole team. Yes, that's that makes ridiculous. no sense. <laughs> that is that is pretty ridiculous. So that's one thing I'm going to look at as like a manual thing when mm-hmm. we when we fudge with with tier caps and stuff. We are working on making that better because it was a little bit outlandish. Well, I do we, think I think last season was definitely better than season seven though, at least from personal experience. Because I feel like season seven had a lot of people that kind of just were like, oh you know that you can just fit like these two or three really good players i was in prospect so it's a different story to a lot of tiers but it's like oh these two players are just gonna destroy everybody but they can be on the same team no problem yeah 
The prospect well, was one pretty of the good. big Premier was, was such a huge camp this season. Yeah, yeah. One Premier's of the camp biggest was part of it, enormous. the biggest part of it, comes down to the fact that the MMR range for a tier is what is what does it. Um, and Premier last season and this season was way higher in terms of its range for MMRs than the other tiers. So the yeah. problem existed for all of the tiers where you could kind of stack teams a little bit worse than I would like and the admins would like, but Premier it showed up because Premier had of like from the bottom player to the top player, it was two point six whole night theories. Yeah, that's a lot. The night theory scale. Oh yeah, we God. we talked about that in that we talked about that in the last episode. We gotta have more. We gotta have another Night Fury fact. <laughs> oh no, Shout out Steven! <laughs> Shout out Steven. Night Fury's great. I haven't interacted with him enough, but he was. I I've been around. I mean, he was on the team I was on in minor season three, in the preseason, and then uh, Andrew cut him. So uh, damn, get fucked. That's why he became a GM, so that he could never exactly. cut. And that's why Andrew became a uh, admin, so he could. That, uh, oh wait, 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 wait! Him. Oh no, we didn't end up drafting him. Okay, I, I remember doing oh. a tryout with Andrew. Um, oh, in like season six. Yeah, I think it would have been way funnier if we could have drafted and cut him. I don't know. Speaking speaking of uh, <laughs> Andrew. I think we have to bring it to everybody's attention that he is just way too good at like every video game he plays, and it is a little unfair. Like he destroyed the entirety of staff playing golf with friends. Like every game, he <laughs> won the he won the map event. He won the wingman tournament last night. Like, I well, you said know. I would beat him at ping pong if I'm any good, and I can confirm I am definitely the best ping pong player in CSC. Uh, without a doubt. I'm, I'm pretty shit at ping pong. I'm not gonna lie. I'm 22 okay. years old and I've played ping pong for 15 years. That's all oh, I wow. have to say. I'm I'm 19 and I've played ping pong a little bit occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I'm it's been a running thing for me that I'm just good at ping pong. So and, nice. and nobody's even seen my face. So they nobody has any proof to disprove it. Um, yeah, if so if I'm we could see your face, then we could compare it to like you know the international top ping pong player yeah, like, yeah yeah oh god he is really well, good. it was mainly like i could you know i could actually I, like if somebody's seen my face they could play me in ping pong oh that's true i know that i'm the best but that's i it. think it'd be, I think, it'd be funnier. I think it'd be funnier if like you know where it just out of nowhere like ping pong gets super popular and he gets like a national kind of like Maybe it does have a big championship. I just I'm not very I'm not well versed in ping well, it pong. It does, but, but like not in do. America, it's less. Popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what, let's say it comes to America, and you know they get to like the top four of like in the country, and they start interviewing people, and then you know all of a sudden we're like, holy shit, that's Homer's voice. Homer's if just I'd... like that fucking good at ping pong. <laughs> <laughs> I would just not say a word either. I would just we're just not like watching the Olympics, it and it's like, all right, you know, how, how does it feel to win this? silence uh, yeah i don't actually talk <laughs> no, no no i would just shout out csc of course uh yeah you gotta if you take like discord.gg slash csc get in here yeah i have that tattooed on my forehead and then, then i don't even have to talk and it works it's like your sponsor see, yeah see i mean if you if you had a you know tattooed on your forehead then we would all know it's you because you're like you're the you're the ping pong guy here exactly okay so, but when are we getting csc merch Oh, true. I know we talked about it a little bit. That'd be super cool. 
You guys actually I, talked about that? I need yeah, to yeah. go to like a Fragadelphia and compete in it with a jersey where I'm sponsored by CSC. With I, what money? I'd be down. <laughs> no money. I just have a jersey and it says CSC on it. That'd be cool though. I, that, that would be cool. That would be great. That'd be, that'd be really cool. I mean, It'd be the... really good if you had like a good team that went. And, like, <laughs> the but... See, but if we were to have a good team, then Fuffy wouldn't be there. <laughs> he could be there coaching. Coach? Yeah. He could coach. Well, that's true. We did have we did have Germs PC. He's he's a coach. He's got a he's got a Liquipedia page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, true. Right, he does. That's so hilarious. Mecca, Mecca. Where's my coach? Liquipedia page? Yeah, Mecca comes out of retirement. Mecca is working on my favorite content idea ever that I that I came up with and gave it to him. So he's going to Fragadelphia. And what? he has he has a bunch of alarm clocks. Okay. And he is going to be walking around. And I was like, okay, so here's the pitch. You get these clocks for like two bucks a piece. You walk around and you hand them out and you go, save NACS. Remember to wake up for your scrim. And you just hand out oh alarm clocks. Oh my god. <laughs> That's <laughs> Oh my god, that's actually incredible. That's that's pretty that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Oh my god, that's that's wow. Now that's that's the kind of creative minds we need to hear in CSU. Exactly. <laughs> that's why I'm not on the media committee because I could have never came up with that. See, I just I managed to sneak like sneak my way into media by just talking about being like, hey, we should have like a journalism team and then firehawk and fluffy were like hey do you want to lead it i'm like yeah sure and then (laughs) and then by getting access to the media channel i was like hey guys i can cast and then now i'm just i've just made i've infected my way i've I've everywhere that's really how it works yeah you kind of just throw out an idea and then nobody else has done it so you just get asked to do it and i showed up in in my first season and it was a combine that I was combines. late. I was late because I had to get dinner. And so I was just in the queue chat with a couple of us just chilling there. Someone was streaming it. I, and I started there. casting. And uh, then that was incredible. I joined in with all the GMs and I was there casting. And then Steph was like, hey, you want to you wanna stream? I'll stream and you cast. <laughs> that really was incredible. I cast I in more that. combines than I played in. Yeah, there was no point to playing it. I mean, you were ca- you'd have to cast while you're playing them. Like, you couldn't, <laughs> couldn't just play. I don't know. It was such a thing that first night when you were casting that, like, I was in another VC and I remember people just talking about you casting because <laughs> before that it was just people volunteering that had like no, like it was good casting, but it wasn't like it wasn't anything to that level. We've gotten a lot better over over the seasons in terms of casting quality for sure oh we've got so many like talented people in but like yeah back then i don't know i just i don't even have that much casting experience i just had a lot of talking experience in general that's what it comes down to yeah i think um i think next thing i wanted to talk about i guess is um what uh i don't know if you're allowed to say it because i'm not sure if it counts as leaking or anything but like what would you say has been was like the most like the biggest like 
meltdown freakout moment that like numbers has had to deal with like something went oh, wrong like this isn't leaking uh the first day of combines last season so this was the big day because we were releasing numbers to gms that day we were releasing the rolling tier list we again we had six weeks to get everything up and running that day uh one of the admins comes in to the channel to the chat me and dives are in a vc making everything work uh one of the admins comes into the chat and is like hey numbers are entirely screwed up this is really bad what did you guys do and it turns out i uh in my code i just i had two lines of code like flipped around so I, everybody was just entirely off by like 200 mmr um <laughs> so that we panicked it took us like two hours to find that because it's it's like such a random thing that went wrong and then dives had made the new queue system like that weekend and we had no time to test it whatsoever for combines so really? that in yeah and and then we had a bunch of new people signing up that night too late and people that were from previous seasons that hadn't signed up yet trying to get into the queue system and because we use core and MMRs to give people their tiers automatically for the queue system, I had to be like in a VC with dives manually placing people and then telling him what somebody's MMR is so they could play in the combine. That was like the most absurd day since I joined CSC. That was like 14 hours of work Jesus. that I was not expecting to do. I was expecting to make a Google sheet, uh, two Google sheets, and that was it. Wow. I was the lowest rated player in the entire league, I'm pretty sure, season uh, season six. And so then going into season seven, I looked. You were the lowest rated? In in the tier. I'm pretty sure I was oh actually at the bottom. Let me look. I think I, there might have been just... some permafes. But back in season six, and then I saw my number go up, and I was like, okay, something's wrong with this. <laughs> on that first release of numbers <laughs> yeah well okay no that's leaking i can't say that <laughs> oh well you never went up for a reason even though even though it wasn't supposed to one the yeah. screw up happened but also some people's number went up even though they didn't play well for reasons yeah uh but yeah yeah, because everything uh, you actually relative. were the second oh, that, worst. Actually, yeah, Sadcat was below me that season. <laughs> you just beat every Sad other Cat. season. He's above me, and this season he's just barely that's, below. That's great. Of course, it's Sadcat. That is incredible. Uh, Sadcat's great. Sadcat's amazing. Me and him yeah. have like the best chemistry ever. Even right next to each other on the stats. <laughs> yeah, just can't separate you two. Nope. Except for uh, but last yeah, that was when we were separated, and uh, his team was the worst performing in the tier, and my team won the tier, though I did not contribute to my team very much. I remember hearing you joining that team and was just so confused because, like, I knew you weren't going to contribute because of ESEA stuff, right? Well, so, no, I, I actually was, was that? because I joined it at the after the season. I was a perm FA, oh. and they were like, hey, you want to become a free agent? And I was like, oh, ESEA season's right. ending, actually. I can do that. And then as I was going to get signed, Hawkish was talking to me, and I was like, okay, so I have a vacation. I should be able to play from oh, the vacation, but there's a chance that I can't. And if I can't, 
then you're just going to have to put me on IR and cut your losses. And he's like, it's worth it. I'll take the risk for you. And then like a week after, I'm like, so about that? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> That's what happened. So I played for like yeah, you two, two and a half weeks. And then I was like, all right, good luck, guys. And I bounced out. And then they signed like the best possible replacement in Bishop. And they won everything. For real, Bishop's a Bishop's more like a king than a bishop. <laughs> absolutely incredible stuff <laughs> from him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was, I was, I was pretty, <laughs> you just were not expecting that. <laughs> it, was such a, oh, it was such a weird joke. That was great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I... I have a great history with uh, winning tiers and not contributing whatsoever because uh, two of my trophies was just that exactly. Um, Let's go. Although I didn't get my trophy for season seven because I was a sub, but I definitely uh, deserve it. Give me my trophy. I'm not an admin, so he can't give it to me. You I'm were like a perfect replacement a for Bear, honestly. I know. I'm the perfect replacement for anybody, to be honest. I don't know. I feel <clears> like I feel like if... You could have cloned yourself back in season five. You guys still wouldn't have won that. I'm much better than I was in season five. And uh, the roles were just, I mean, Tyler was opping or GBA was opping, but he's obviously, uh, you've seen it. He's much better as a rifler. We didn't have an opper at all. So, and I was just hard entering when that probably isn't the best spot for me. Like, I'm good know. at entering, but it's like the the G two dilemma where they made Omnic the rifler become the opper. Yeah. Know, sometimes someone, you know, sometimes you just need someone to fill the role. Yeah. Well, to be fair, for season five, we because uh, Tyler had opt in season three and four already in minor and was like one of the best players in the tier both seasons, so he uh, was confident, and then. You know, people in people at higher levels throw flashes and uh, like utility to stop the opera, and so it slowly, slowly eroded that confidence in opping. And now he's a rifler, and now I'm an opper. I don't know if you've seen my opping. I'm incredible at it. That is a joke, but yeah. <laughs> when I joined CSC, I was literally the worst opper I've ever seen because okay. uh, I didn't do it at all. And so it was a joke. And now I'm at least competent with it because my reaction time is really good. I mean, I am uh, a, uh, I am a fan of, uh, of just your play overall. I've enjoyed the time that you've, you've subbed for us that little bit. I didn't, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We lost the game that I subbed, unfortunately. So Uh, it's all good. You know, you you get in face of pugs too. <laughs> see, yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a little low, I'm a little low tier gremlin, so I don't get to see any of. Uh, hey, I also am. I've is. just conned my way to play with other players. <laughs> That's really all you have to. Admin do. abuse. I see. Okay, <laughs> Fuffy. Uh, for for season that was season seven. Yeah, when I saw. When I saw where Fuffy was for season seven, because I wasn't on numbers at that point, I was like, wow, that's crazy. And then for season eight, you know, we changed everything and he 
ended up where he was anyways. Uh, not as high as I thought. I was like, okay, wow. The, the numbers actually, it makes sense, I guess. Yeah, like I had a good rating, but I wasn't insane. I was just like a solid, one of the better players on my team. Yeah. And then I Couldn't go up a me. tier, and then I'm at the bottom of the team, and it makes sense. <laughs> See, I just, I, 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 I've done a lot of things to just get to places I feel like I shouldn't be in. The same thing with getting to Challenger. I pretty much was like, wait a minute, I have really similar stats to this guy in my team last season, and he went up to Challenger, so I went and complained, and then they put me in Challenger. So, you know, sometimes it just works. Yeah. I don't remember how any of it went down specifics, so uh, I can't uh, can't leak to you whatever happened there. But yeah, unfortunately, I do want to. We had. Uh, I know I mentioned. Us? Then why are we doing this podcast? Yeah, man, <laughs> that's know. like I the really only. That's literally the one reason I wanted to bring you on, Homer. Like you have all this internal, you know, information, and you're not going to share any of it. It's kind of kind of unbelievable. Okay. Funny part in my okay. opinion, is that most leaks are inconsequential. Like, Yeah, most of the time. Some things aren't. I'm, I'm like, I never do it mostly because I remember how harshly kept it was. And actually, Night Fury was the best example. Night Fury hid all of the MMR and showed me just like a completely hidden version of the MMR sheet of the the contracts or what no yeah yeah i think it was contracts actually because no one was signed um so it was just the basically just rolling tier list um and showing me that like when i was their agm before i was signed so i couldn't officially be an agm but he's like yeah i'm gonna draft you at this point you know this that and the other and so i was like okay okay and I definitely made some really misinformed choices. If I knew some players MMRs, I would have drafted differently or recommended he draft differently. <laughs> but either Wait, way, so we got our team together and we made playoffs for my first season. So that was fun. But it was a, just like seeing that as like, oh, so you, you know, I have a responsible role model example. Yeah. Well, Night Fury is a great, he's a great role model in general, so... He's great. Can he we just turn the podcast into a We Love Night Fury show? No, I thought it was supposed to be You Guys Love Me after I leak numbers. Oh, that, that. No, I haven't that done yet. It was supposed to be that, but until you prove that you're willing to go that mm -hmm. far, I mean, we can't. Nothing's set in stone yet, you know? Okay, okay I the just... number I can leak is uh, four. I can't say what that means. <laughs> pretty big news. Mm. It's a pretty big one Maybe right there. Maybe it's the amount of tears. Maybe it's the amount of new teams. I mean, it is the amount of tears Maybe currently. It, yeah, it is the amount of tears. <laughs> um, it's not really a leak to say we're probably not going to have another tier or go back down to three. Probably. Uh, yeah, actually, that is a number I can say entirely. Uh, when we went into Season 8 draft, there was 260 players that went through it. And uh, currently, we're at... 361 going through the draft for this Holy. season. Holy. 40 more. Okay. Yeah, 43 more perma phase. And we know we'll, so we we'll probably drop a, a couple, lot. but yes. that's a lot. We have of gotten a though. good good amount of growth, which is good. That's always good to, to see. Yeah. 
versus um, you know. Okay, I, I need people. to use this platform to pressure you. When what numbers are released f- for this next season? Can you also send the video that I made? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, dude, that that skit was like. Where the most random that? idea that I had. Me? And then I had two friends and I'm like, hey, you guys want to hang out? And then I'm like, wait, I got you both to join CSC. Would you help me to film a video? <laughs> that video is... That video is... I, I don't... I've been told I need to uh, continue the tradition of trolling people with numbers stuff. So maybe, I mm-hmm. guess, I don't know. I don't really like doing that. I like being yeah, kind can... of like... Formal, but. can we do okay? So, I had this idea when I was an admin. All right, so we do like an alternate reality game sort of thing. So, it's like clues that lead people through. Like, first, you send a QR code in the notices channel, <laughs> um, and then it like the text just says like numbers coming soon, and then it like leads to a website, leads to this, leads to like a timestamp in the yeah, podcast yeah. that they go to, which leads to like. A, I can't remember a string of like this that they put them. into somewhere, and then eventually it leads them to a video. <laughs> Never gonna give you a. The draft is in three weeks. I I, I have other things to work on. You guys I are can actually do it. holding I can me make up from it. working on numbers. I will do this, and only hey, you, people hey, that look, listen look, to look, the look, pod look. will I know have, that it's a scam. <laughs> look, I have the DM right now. You said I should be around whenever this weekend TBH. I have number stuff to work on, but that's pretty flexible. So, so we're lying. You, you, you yeah, you can't even say anything oh, about. You can't even say anything about us holding you up. I can say one is less flexible now, uh, but that's my fault. And two, <laughs> that didn't happen. That DM didn't happen. I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if I make it, will you send the QR code? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to discuss okay, like a okay. payment. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I, I got you. Yeah. Spicy chicken sandwiches, as always. Yeah. So I know I mentioned earlier the, like, maps event that we did. And I wanted to hear from your guys' like, view, just on the new maps. Like, what? how are we feeling about, you know, Breach, Anubis, Tuscan, you know, which one? If they pick one to go into the new, into the, the map pool, what would you want to get rid of? And what which of those three would you want to be added? Oh god. Uh well Dust 2 is the most broken map in the map pool right now. Even though it's like actually my best map, um, I would get rid of it and I'd put in Anubis because Anubis is the most refined of the three. Uh I think Tuscan can get to a really good point because it, it was a really good map in Source and in 1.6. Um people don't know any utility or how to play the map currently. Whereas Anubis was in CSGO and people played it. And so they got feedback on it already and have refined it. So I think Anubis is like, honestly, I think Anubis is like ready for the map pool already right now. And uh, Dust2 is not. So Dust2 should get out and we should put in Anubis. Also, the aesthetic of Anubis is incredible. So it would be nice to put it in there. What about you, Fuffy? I think Anubis is goaded. I don't even know a ton about it. I just think it's really cool. I think that Tuscan is kind of gross and uncomfortable. 
What about Breach? And I think that Breach you were so excited to watch. You were so excited to catch. Cool to watch other people play it, but I would never want to play it. That's fair. Breach is awful. I I would play it. I just wouldn't want to play it competitively. That's fair. What would you What would you get rid of for for Anubis? What's making room? That's tough. Part of me wants to say because I have two views on this as a player with my team. I'd be like, you know what? Actually, fuck Inferno. I hate that map. But as a viewer of Counter-Strike, I love watching Inferno. And so I would kind of want to get Dust to a Mirage out of there. Okay. I would definitely follow you guys up on the Anubis pick. Um, I'm not old, so I don't I haven't played Tuscan other than in Ciasco. So I, I haven't either have, for like, the record. Okay, that's that's fair. So I don't have like any direct ties with it of it being like a favorite of mine or anything. Like I'm not it's just it's pretty okay. I played it a few times in MM and it's it's fine. Um I think it can be interesting, especially with how like the B site is situated. I think it can be interesting, but I think right now there's just like I don't know. I think it either needs more time to be refined to be better played for um for global offensive because i think something to keep in mind which i think is what a lot of people don't think about because everyone's like, oh you know tuscan's back let's put tuscan in the pool like i mean this is from two games that did not have molotovs and i think molotovs alone are a big deal because they completely change how certain maps play because certain positions that were good before are just completely useless now as long as someone throws with one piece of utility and so i think i think tuscan needs to be balanced a little bit better just in with that in mind it is and just generally how global offensive plays because i think it can be a much faster paced game at least from the little bit i have watched of source and in, in 1.6 um but yeah no I, I love it and then breach i think breach is is super fun to watch i actually if playing it is fine it's super it's i think it could be really cool but it just seems so like small and claustrophobic so yeah i don't know i'd agree with what you guys said about anubis anubis is just like especially seeing the the DE team like having nades and stuff lineups prepped for it was so cool. Like I think I did not watch them play, really cool. but when I it saw is, that they had util, crazy. I was happy because I have util for it. Um, as I, I do for all maps. Have, I yeah, have like, util for Tuscan. I have util for Anubis. Uh, I got the I've never video. Never played Breach. I have util for it. Of uh, Anubis <laughs> um, util from them, and it was so like yeah. interesting. Like all these crazy lineups oh, yeah. they just came up with. I'm like, wait, you did this all like the night before? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's so, weird. I wouldn't have came up with my own because there is util out there for it. Because well, no, 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 we're like playing said, on one twenty eight tick. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, and they've all no, the videos because it was in the map pool before. Yeah, yeah but all the I all the videos out there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I think I think most of the videos. Them, yeah, they say they couldn't find them. I think most of the videos, and I did do like one small like five minute search, were all sixty four tick from like a year ago, whenever it was last in, or you know, two years ago. But yeah, yeah. no, I definitely, I definitely would pick Anubis, and I think I'd pick Mirage to get Big Yon rid of. Just because I think that Mirage is kind of like how Dust 2 got to right before it was removed for its like facelift, where it's just like, I think it's the, I think it's gone the longest without like a major change. I think actually it might be Overpass that's gone the longest, but while personally I dislike Overpass, I think it's healthy for the map pool. I think it's healthy because it is just a different map. It's it's not just like a very standard um, map like um, like a Mirage or a Dust 2 or even an Inferno. It's very different and unique. 
And so for that reason alone, I think Overpass is good to stay. And I just think, yeah, I don't know. As I've uh, played more and gotten better and improved, I just find Mirage boring and just less fun because there's not like, I, I don't know. I played a lot of MM for the first like year or two of me really being seriously serious into Counter-Strike. I just pretty mm-hmm. much only played like Mirage and Inferno. So maybe that's why I don't like it anymore. Yeah, but I like Mirage and MM right now just because it's like so oh. simple. I don't that know. I can just it's throw just all so the boring. nades and get my teammates to do things. Because when I'm not playing with teammates that I know in matchmaking, like you can never really trust them. But yeah. you can, you know, you can trust them on Mirage to be like, you'll know Competent. what catwalk is if I tell you I'm gonna smoke off so that you can run up cat. Like they'll probably do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just find it like, especially watching it in pro play, it just seems so played out. Like there's not like innovation. And and I think it's, that's like a big thing. There's no innovation. There's nothing easily, different. Yeah. That is easily the biggest problem with Mirage. It's just overplayed at this point. I think the map, the reason why I would say Dust 2 over Mirage is they're both overplayed, but uh, Mirage is a good map at, at the very least. It's solid. Uh, Dust 2 is just broken because you, if you don't get a long, like there's only two things you can do on T side. If you get the long spawns, you go out long. Uh, if you don't get them, you have to, at least at pro play, uh, you have to wait in mid, throw a hinge smoke, and walk up mid, get cat control, and then either cat or mid B. And like that's really all it is. And every once in a while, you'll go out B. So it's, whereas there is a lot more you can do on Mirage, even though it's all been done a million times. And that's that true. makes it boring. I have heard um, people. Uh, like rumors and obviously it's csgo rumors so they probably aren't true but um i have heard rumors that people i guess they're looking at potentially being two of these three maps getting added which if that's the case then i think that if there was a second map i think for me it's a toss-up between tuscan and breach because i think both of them have issues at their core but i think if they do remove a second map i think mirage and us two getting removed would be actually super interesting first off yeah. it would completely decimate a team like big because their whole gimmick is just winning on dust 2 which they can't <laughs> even do all the time yeah as a big fan as a big fan i'm gonna say that i will say that yes um that is so gimmick, yes. so like you know they're they're gonna lose a lot of it's i mean it's always gonna happen to a lot of teams that are super good on one map that map gets removed and then they are immediately big are like hindered. sweaty nerds so a new map will come out and they will figure oh, that sure. out yeah, I think that's also like one of the more most interesting things is when a new map comes out and people are learning it. You see so many different ideologies and so many different styles of it right off the bat before people learn like what sticks and like what works, what's good. Yeah, I mean that's what that's why a, a rotating map pool is good because exactly again, Mirage is just you know everything at this point on the map. It needs to be out because it's it's mm-hmm. just been overplayed. Whereas, legitimately, we played some ten mans. Uh, me and a bunch of people played some ten mans on Tuscan and. I at least have a general understanding of how the meta worked in Source and 1.6. And with Molotovs now, I kind of understand like how to deal with it. And it's it's just really slow for T's. I think people overplay how CT-sided it is because it, it reminds me of Ancient a lot. CT's get early map control very easily, but it's very hard to hold it uh, if yeah. the T's just have utility um like I don't, I don't mid on tuscan you can run down that's true and uh but you can just molly out that area and flash out and get out there and so 
I the maps just need to be forced into the map pool like ancient and vertigo were so that way pros give feedback and they improve the maps is really what yeah. it comes down to yeah because i think if you take like the community's opinion all the time or even the pros opinions at times it's like they're always going to be gripes with every single change and i think that when they just were like okay we're taking out train and putting an ancient have fun like i think that that was like probably one of the best changes they've made to the game in a long time because they weren't waiting on other people to make a decision they weren't waiting on people to pretty much like as a community approve that they just said, we're doing yeah. this, deal Ancient with it. Ancient wasn't as dog shit as Vertigo when Vertigo first came in. That's true. Well, literally think I like, about the I most. like Vertigo now, but I would agree with I that. I think about Overpass, Vertigo, and Ancient. When they all came into the map pool, they were all awful maps, and they got forced in, and then Valve just made a bunch of changes over time. Ancient's only had the one big change, but uh, it's been a pretty good one so far. Uh, Vertigo was unplayable when it first came into the map pool, and now it, it I think it plays pretty well. Overpass, a lot of people say, is the best map in the map pool, and I, I do as well, at least at pro level, just because of the tactics of it. And when it came in, it's it was it's incredible going and looking at that map. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. It was so absurd to wa- to look at it. Uh, so I, I think that is the big thing. Valve just needs to put something in there. Uh, I hope it's Anubis, but I don't know what it would be, and I don't know what they would take out. When they... When they took out train it was purely because it was the least played map uh mm-hmm. by regular players i so loved watching that kind of scares though. me but it really um, hurt me to lose train it's easily my best map i have like a 65 percent win rate mm-hmm. on it on face it so that really hurt to lose it watching but. train and just there's one game that sticks out in my mind i don't know if either of you know this game so it was cs summit Mouse Sports versus G2. Mouse uh, had been playing with Neto Saffix the whole time. I absolutely remember this one. Because they did not have what year uh, was Woxic. this? A uh, 2019? Yeah. Yes. They didn't have Woxic. And Mouse was going to a big event soon. And Kerrigan needed a visa. So after map one of the grand finals, <laughs> Kerrigan gets up from his desk, gets on a plane... And flies to go get his visa, so their coach starts playing. With a stand-in yep. and a coach, they beat G2 on train. <laughs> yep. And they, won the whole thing. They won the like, summit. They were like triple optic that game. It was yeah. hilarious. G, <laughs> G2, G2 uh, is, like, is my number one team. And so I don't remember. I don't know that map like number. Because I, I just got into CS like. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro cs in 2019 when they were still okay, the french yeah. roster so i don't remember that one that specific game but i'm not really surprised uh, as soon as you mentioned g2 i assume they lost <laughs> so, that's just how it like, works like they haven't won anything since malmo five years ago i'm not really surprised uh, that, yeah uh, that mouse lineup was amazing they were the first team that like when they formed I watched the little like promo video of it. I'm like, this team looks cool. Woxic seems all flashy. Kerrigan's like an IGL. I like IGLs. Um, you know, just like looking at these. Chris J, I'm sure he won't be problematic. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so watching like watching all their games and rooting for them, they were so bad for so long. And then suddenly they won three tournaments in a row. And I'm like, yes, this is amazing. And then the whole world shut down. Woxic started becoming terrible and uh yep mouse died but mouse died so that phase could rise it's true <laughs> i don't know for for me like 
I think uh, more recently, especially with like the, how the new qualifiers work for the majors, I like looking at a lot of the smaller tier two, tier three teams, and then seeing them actually like when they do stuff, it's like super interesting and super cool. So for me, like, it is very fun. So for me right now, like, big. I've also I've always just obviously because I was a G two fan. I've always been a fan of like French CS. So for me, um, like. I have been a big fan of Heat, like when they came together, I thought they were super cool. And then same with Falcons, they're like they're kind of uh, been coming up because that's where Masuda and MBK have gone to. Yep. Yeah, those teams are great. I love watching French CS. I, I want it to come back because it's pretty much dead uh, at tier one now. Yeah, that's true. But- but yeah, I mean, I, I have been the same way. Like when Gambit Youngsters was, before they even were were bubbling up and took over the main roster, it was really fun to watch them because I always knew about Shiro and then watching Axile play is just stupid. And then they became the main roster and won every tournament online in 2020 and now they're Cloud9 and they're NA and we get to root for them. Let's go. Let's go. I'm hoping with I'm hoping with how Liquid yeah I think with Liquid recently actually like at Blast they actually won this morning, um, they did they did and uh, because they won it makes me happy because it feels like they're I don't think Yakindar was necessarily just I, I do think Yakindar was a big reason as to their success now but I think for me my biggest thing is it's not even like just Yakindar being the you know the uh utility tool like or the multi-tool that like any team could use i think it's just someone better than shocks or someone with a like different play style i think is the better way like i think that yakinda really has kind of just i think also just motivated a lot of players because it, everyone on the team seems just generally happy to be generally more happy to be like playing together and like actually competing so, like, I've never been, like, I've, you know, obviously from NA, so I'm going to support NA, but I've never been, like, oh, number one NA supporter, always going to root for Liquid. Like, <laughs> But it is cool yeah. seeing them finally look like they're good because last time I saw they were good was, like, right when I got into CS, like, I, like around the time they got their Grand Slam. That's, like, the last time NA was, like, was good. So, yep. since then, it's, like, yeah. been obviously tough or whatever so it makes me happy to see and know that like they're finally it looks it looks like they're finally starting to get there um still want complexity to do well i think holzerk's a cool opper i like uh i like floppy a lot grim also like that roster i I think that roster could be really good i just i don't think jt is up to tier one i think that's the issue with them i don't think their igl is the right igl but it always goes back to the same issue that everyone's having at this point which is like there's just like no good IGLs, so yeah, there is. There's literally none. It's yeah. There's so many really okay bad. IGLs out there. True. Shout like out me. Alexi B. Shout out Alex. I actually do yep. think Alexi B could could work on that roster because I think Alexi B is really good at bringing up younger talents or people inexperienced players, which is why he was so successful with Ents. Um. Yeah. But I think part of that also is that it was. A finish roster because when he did go with og when that roster was forming there were a lot of players that were inexperienced you had mantu isa uh flames um 
I think Flames. I could be remembering yeah, wrong. Yeah. They had they had a lot yeah, of no, yeah. No, did, they didn't. They no, wait, no, no, no. Flames Issa was with Flames. It was, it was yeah. So it was Issa, Mantu, Alexi, NBK, NBK, and Valde. Valde. Oh, Valde. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like, yeah. So they brought in Flames later. So, like, that roster did have some inexperienced players. It had Mantu. It had um, Issa, and then uh, you had NBK and like Alexi. Not maybe maybe not as much Alexi, but like NBK was like the guy who knew he was doing, and even Valde to an extent. So, like, that roster wasn't completely full of inexperienced players. Like, I like the entirety of Ents was at the time, because the Ents roster he was able to do it with was like all new players. So I think yeah, that, that I think the complexity move could potentially work because you have people like Fang and JT and Floppy who have never even who really have not been at like a tier one uh, like level for a long time. You have Grim who was there, but in like online era, so it's different. But sure. I think yeah. that like that roster definitely could like actually do something with like with a different IGL. I mean, yeah. like you even look at EG. Like EG didn't even go for an NAIGL. They went and got Neilan from the yeah. CIS. So like, that's just another case of like, man, NA really is just dying. There, there is not even an IGL that anybody could want. Yeah. Yep. Even I mean, that's that's what we print. get for not for not developing anything. Uh, we have DAPS. We have Sheikh Zula. Those guys could be teaching young players really well, but uh, we haven't done anything until now with eg doing the most absurd lineup ever i really want to see a liquid academy team playing in uh we play they should they and it they're already set up for it because they have the netherlands headquarters they could actually just have everybody in the netherlands and have everybody set up to be in we play they just make like an academy team they get some na players they say hey for this many months out of the year you get to go live in europe and play um We're going to, you know, set you up to play We Play like that. And I think that'd be sick. It would be really good. But, uh... Okay, okay. What if instead, the next breeding grounds for the great NA talent was a free-to-play CSGO league? It <laughs> happens every Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> I... There's no talent scouting around here at this moment in time. Uh, okay. <laughs> we develop the best talent for open teams that make the first round of playoffs. Do we even develop the talent or do they just show up and then they, <laughs> they yeah, get we together? Develop them a little bit. You know, they learn how okay. to play kind of structured CS for one season and then they That's get pushed. That's true. I, I would like to see in, a, in our four tier system currently somebody go all the way from prospect up to premier. That will be. Oh, like really for real cool. not somebody just being misplaced in prospect and then being in premiere in one season uh, yeah i mean i think we'll see somebody actually is like i think redondo going from challenger now should be an elite um i think they yeah. might end up in premiere eventually i don't know how hard they'll grind or not i think they'll at least be a solid elite player yeah that would be that would be very cool um yeah, I mean, CSE actually, like, no joke, actually is helpful um, for teaching people Team CS, or at least getting people excited about it and then getting them into ESEA and getting into a competitive environment and learning from that as well. Um, you, you don't ever get to, you don't ever get to a pro level unless you're just grinding pugs on face it, but 
the team aspect I think is lacking in NA already. Uh, it feels like a lot of the, the challenger teams, the ESEA challenger league teams are mm -hmm. just kind of pugging it. That's true. It's not fun to watch, but Except I mean, mythic, that, shout out mythic. <laughs> when, when mythic does well, it's pretty bad. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it's like, it's, it's even like, um, the like pug stars team which was like loba's team with like him doc and a few other people it's like yeah they're they're like relatively good players but they they all they, they are like the streamers you know yep yeah okay i yeah. need i i wrote this question down it's a very important one i need to get your thoughts all right <laughs> i'm scared when you say it like that i'm scared i want you to know that okay i would just like to get your thoughts on a very influential moment in CSC, what was your reaction to Pisket? <laughs> I wasn't even paying attention when it happened. I was like, I kind of caught up on it. And my opinion is, I don't know why people uh, cared to bring it up. If I had to piss and there was a rule about tech pauses not being used for pissing, I would just say my headset broke or something mm -hmm. like i would just lie about it there's no way for us to enforce it i don't understand what the point of of that being an issue was but we were having a we were we were at a dull point in time with with csc drama so we that's true to, we needed something to spice it up yeah mm -hmm. so it's it's whatever i don't care i really don't i i'm so over it at this point <laughs> I'm i just here to do numbers i don't care about that i'm yeah, on I mean, rules committee now but i it doesn't matter yeah, for me, I mean, like, I saw <laughs> it was pretty funny whenever the first mention or whatever the first, like, big thing happened of it. I was like, what the fuck? This seems like actually kind of serious. And then I read through to Mike, never mind. It's not serious at all. People are just dumb. <laughs> and I realized, it, right? which, which is, I mean, that is typically how the CSC, like, drama circle goes. It's like one person makes, gets mad at someone and then they start yelling about them and, like, calling for their heads in like the league discussion channel and then people pick sides we all argue and then everyone forgets about it yep it's really fun it's it's great it's great for my mental health and that's why i don't participate in it uh unless i'm the the drama i legitimately I'm the drama, just like watching i'm just whatever watching is fun because there's no repercussions i'm just there present my problem is if i'm watching it I have the urge to come in and say, why are, why is this happening? Why, what's the, like, I just want to come in and be like, this is stupid. Why, are, why is this conversation happening for the fourth time? I like, this is very cut and dry X, Y, Z. So I just, I just get very frustrated because I, I just sit there and watch people go in circles about something that doesn't matter. Uh, but I've gotten a lot better at just not getting involved in it. So that's good. Uh, unless, again, if I'm the drama, I'm awful with it. But most of the time, I'm not. Uh, so that's good. But yeah, Pissgate, uh, I think public execution. If somebody uses a tech for okay. uh, pissing, even though it's allowed now explicitly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even though it's now allowed, I think that Look, we should I have trials and... It is it is uh, quite unbelievable in my opinion, you know. We should be like a dictatorship. No 
free will allowed you sit down to play counter-strike you're playing your counter-strike until it's done mm-hmm. if you don't have a bucket you're just not prepared to play csc exactly you are a fake you are, you are a uh you are a fake uh <laughs> fake con- counter-strike player i do want our budget to get big enough to where we can have uh like a a match admin on LAN with every single person for every game all at once. So one person's just standing behind you while you're playing, uh, <laughs> making sure you don't piss. That'd be pretty funny. That would be awful. Uh, let's not do that. I don't know. It sounds like a good idea. I know. I'm kind of full of good ideas. That's why I'm Honestly, the head of the numbers committee now. Yeah, that is true. That is a good, very, very good point. I'm glad you bring that up. i'm trying to think of uh i'm trying to think i had like a small list i'm trying to see if there's anything we didn't hit um what uh from the number side of things what tier uh if you had to make a guess which tier thing is going to be the most imbalanced one this upcoming season just without even actually we're, you know, without numbers like what which tier do you think is going to be the like craziest one um uh, all of the tiers have well besides elite all of the tiers have their own uh problems for us with numbers this i i think i'd be leaking if i said the specifics for some of it so i'm not going to um <laughs> Premiere is the easiest one to go with. So I'm going to go with Premiere because Premiere is just, it's the wild West still. We're trying to get it to a point where it is more, it's, it's shrunk down in terms of the MMR ranges for people, but with how much turnover we have and, and what the league's main demographic really is, which is people that aren't really at a high level. Mm -hmm. Um, it's tough to get those players. So I, I think Premier will probably be the problem child for a, for a while still. Also, our our distribution for CSC actually follows almost exactly uh, Faceit's distribution in NA, which I was kind of shocked about when I when I looked at it. But um, wow. I, I was pretty impressed that we actually are following their distribution pretty well. Uh, that is quite I was hoping impressive. that wouldn't I was hoping theirs would be like a, a a bell curve so we could have a bell curve too but that just means we're going to be eternally screwed yeah. dealing with premiere just just but, na things you know yep it's just it's tough it's tough out here I do think that probably challenger is going to be the most balanced I think um depending on who moves up and who stays I think like because of that, I mean, like the current, um, with the, I mean, looking at like top of the tier, who was the best of the best, you had like literally three people at a 1.24 that are very, very separated by like the tiniest of margins. And like, so I think yeah. that that alone like does show how even and close the tier was, which I think is like a good thing. I think having at least one tier that is very solidly balanced is like, Obviously, I think that's, you know that's a goal for every tier, but I think a good start is just getting it somewhere. Okay, yeah. I still have the Night Fury normalized numbers up. Okay. And looking at those, the top two highest rated MMR players are Niferous and Redondo, and they're also the two best rated. Okay, that's, that's the true. goal. Which yeah, like, exactly. I think I think that's like the that's just so cool. 
the golden child of what it should be. Yeah. That's yeah. why Redondo was the best pick of the century and people really let really let him go to the fourth pick, third pick. That's crazy. It's it really just, I mean, dude, they let me get him. So Okay, that's crazy. It is crazy. I still it's haven't crazy. released my I have done metrics on uh competitive balance per tier and also uh just overall for seasons. Uh where is that? Um, season seven elite was the most balanced in terms of player rating ever in any tier, and season eight elite was barely worse. Uh, really? And then challenger was the next best uh, of all time. And then when we go to uh, team record, premier was actually the most balanced tier we've ever had in terms of team record. I'm uh, assuming prospect is. I'm assuming prospect's always pretty low on the team record balance thing. Prospect was the worst. Uh, I can say Freeman was the problem there. Uh, yeah. The team he made should not have existed, and I hate him for it. And he's uh, gonna get removed from numbers for it because. Uh, yep. I I need to look good. We are uh, we uh, are killing Freeman right now. Um, the CS the funny ninjas thing is... have been sent to him. <laughs> oh God! No, I love Freeman. He's he's uh, helping he's a great. lot with numbers. Uh, the the one thing that's funny is when I look at the competitive balance metrics prospect was really bad like it was close to um previous seasons like before we did numbers but when you look at how well we predicted people's performances uh with our mmr system it was easily the best tier actually so we predicted that it would be really imbalanced i would just like it to be balanced in the future uh, that's fair to where it was but it's tough when you have GMs making their own decisions. Uh, you know, a, a GM can just do a bad job or do a really good job and screw up balance stuff. But there is a lot of things we can influence with it with tier caps and tier lines and MMR being mm-hmm. good. So, yeah. At some point, I'll release these. I don't have graphs for them. like like Yeah, yeah, do. yeah. But... Also, it's kind of weird because comparing it uh, per tier is weird when we shift tier lines. It's not exactly mm-hmm. the same tier season to season, but it's whatever. We made improvements is is the goal, and that's what we did. I'm very happy about it. I'm hoping we it wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. That's really all I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to think of this. There's... I think, at least for me, I think that was like the last big thing I wanted to hit. I don't know. Besides Buffy... leaking it, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides, as soon as this turns off, I want to know every single number, okay? Oh, we're I thought starting we were from zero, the end of the... and we're going all the way up, okay? I can tell you right now, I don't even know them because we haven't finished the numbers. Uh, and I know a couple. One, two. Is that a leak? I mean, <laughs> I would I would have expected I would have expected the numbers committee to be a little bit on more on top of things. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. Numbers committee. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm never coming back. I hate this. <laughs> well, we already got we our one deadline? episode out of you, so get ready. We got what we wanted. We got an hour and fifteen minutes. We we got what we came for. So thank God we have a deadline for numbers. Everybody had IRL stuff come up in the last week and a half so it, it we're we're still it's a lot easier this season though we're not starting from scratch so that's yeah. good yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean 
I'm starting from scratch with a lot of things that are like numbers adjacent for admins and GMs sure. since we're moving off of sheets still. But I think I'm trying to think just upcoming stuff. I you know what it's like three days. We got combines like three days from this recording. We got combines August thirtieth, nine p.m. Eastern is when they're starting. I think they're doing a town hall an hour before to for any new DEs or anyone who needs any help any questions it's going to be a lot of fun super cool stuff i'm excited for combines um then i think that's three weeks of that which yes. would then be one, two, three. then that would put the draft on tuesday the 20th yes the draft is the 20th so and then so yeah it's coming up soon season nine exciting stuff it's gonna be fun i'm excited i'm excited as well cautiously optimistic <laughs> yeah I think. i'm just straight up excited because if it goes terribly then i'm gonna be like oh it's all because i wasn't there on the admin team <laughs> and if it goes really well i can Absolutely. be like i'm so glad i was able to set up the admin team for success i can say at least That's on the number side of things you. if if things go wrong with numbers it is not on the admins it is uh, on me entirely <laughs> solely on me I will take the blame for that. I took the blame for other things happening with numbers last season. Uh, I'll take the blame for this if it happens. Okay, but you but also get happen. all the credit for the improvements that we've had. I I mean, I, I kind of get credit for it. I also, uh, yeah, I get credit. You get the I get credit. credit. Take that credit. Let's go. Points. I'll take the credit. I'll take that credit for once. <laughs> I didn't do most. I, I did. I mean, I did. Okay, I'm not even. <laughs> You're just like I didn't do most of it. Okay, well I did most of it, but <laughs> I didn't most of the. Uh, what it came down to is the stuff that I wrote happened to be the final part. So I during the season and during combines was the one who was just. I I just happened to know how it all worked better than everybody else, so I ended up doing it. And Dibes also ended up doing everything because he runs core. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but everybody did a lot of work. Because again, six weeks to get an entire system up and running from scratch. We always had the fallback of the old system, but when it's the first season, we really didn't want to use the old system with how much uh, I'm not, how much worse it is. Uh, no, no offense. It was just a lot more rudimentary because you didn't have uh, data science people involved. So. That's true. All right. Is there uh, any last minute shout outs? Anyone cool you want to talk about before we wrap things up? I, I don't know anybody cool. I don't have any friends. Um, oh. uh, so, no. I'll shout out myself. I'm, I'm I mean, the numbers you're pretty guy. cool. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't, you can't even say that with it. Like, you can't say that. <laughs> it's just not true. I really don't have anybody to shout out. I've, I'm just glad that uh, CSC is still going, going strong, going stronger than ever, hopefully. True. I agree. That's all I want because it was looking pretty dire. And that is honestly why I, why I jumped into, I applied or I at least talked to the heads of most committees before I joined numbers and numbers just was the best fit for me. Um, Cause I just, mm-hmm. it's been two years. My entire online friend group is from CSC or through people from CSC kind of with the CSC at this point, because uh, I'd be in a much different place without it. So Dang. Yeah. good sentiment. Uh, so that's good. That's, I like that's it. a wholesome note to wrap on. 
I love being wholesome. I love being wholesome. I love CSC. I made not, so many friends not do that through bit. CSC. Don't do that bit. Don't do that bit. <laughs> I, yeah, I just met so many cool people as well here in CSC. It's awesome. True. All right. Well, I guess this will wrap up the uh, the tentative second episode. Of, of like like the second season yeah basically. yeah season the second season yeah season two episode two of counter-strike conversations like i said but my the number one Homer. episode though yeah because homer's here yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah so you got myself amoma like i said joined my you know co-host fuffy and then guest homer it was a, it was a good one so thanks uh to everyone who tuned in um you guys seem to really enjoy the last one so i hope you guys enjoy this one as well and uh we'll see you guys in the next one